Welcome to TV Tell Me Presents. This is us. This is Ida and Georgia. And Christine is currently working for the money. She has some uh, some work obligations she had to do, so it's just going to be the two of us again. We know that's what you guys prefer, so that's what we did for you. <laughs> Ida, this is being recorded. We're not speaking in private right now. Oh no, I know. She also knows. No, it's good. No, um, I think you guys did really well together, and I gave them the option. I was like, "Do you guys want?" They were like, "We can record late tonight," and I was like, "I will be sleep." Because I'm trying to, you know what? I feel best when I have really good sleep hygiene and my sleep has been trash lately. So I'm trying to go to sleep by like 10.30. No, that that makes all the difference. But can I just like, can we just pause for a second and let everybody hear? I think I did just submitted that I was her favorite. I told y'all from the very beginning that I was her favorite and she just did a real slick admitting of that. But okay, moving forward. You are my favorite person to be recording with on Wednesday the 27th. You are, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you are my favorite person for that. Um, I, yeah. I always knew what it was. Now the viewers know what it is. So we're good. Yeah, so I love it. So um, this episode answered a lot of questions and it was titled the day before the wedding um if you were to title it what would it have been or i'm sorry the night before the wedding i would have to we have to i would do a mashup of their names so kev kevophie i don't know how to mash their names how do you mash kevin and sophie together wouldn't it be kofi oh kofi okay that sounds good or I'll try to bring over that. seven yeah. or it could be seven really oh interesting but it wouldn't be spelled like seven it would be spelled like s-v-i-n seven you know what i would call it seven because i think seven is just like kind of a magical number and they kind of have that magical thing going on and it's their names put together in a in an abnormal way so that's that would be perfect i would call it seven um i would either call it um the wallet or just because he held on to that thing in his his wallet which I found to be extremely cheesy but we'll get into that or I would just call it um um let's begin now so one of those so the wallet just because he held on to like a valentine's day card forever or let's begin now because I think it's just kind of like it's let's go let go of who we were what happened before and let's start from now and build our relationship yeah so yeah, so I think that that's, that would probably be the best. So how did you just overall like this episode? Like if you were to rate it one to 10, what would you give it? Um, I would give it an eight. Oh, okay. So you really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it because I like for the writers to outthink me. And I, I don't know if you recall, but last time we spoke, I was like saying, oh, they're going to do like this past, present, future situation. And I had it like all complicated. Then they're going to flash back to when he was with Kat. I mean, I just thought it was going to be so intricate, like a puzzle. And I really love the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, I think I'd probably give it a seven. <laughs> I would give it their names. I'd probably give it a seven. <laughs> Because at the end, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, yes, these people deserve to live together. I mean, be together. And you know what? That may be because I've been really into Korean dramas on TV right now. And those mm -hmm. are some really well thought out love stories. So yeah. this one, I was just like, mm, okay. 
I guess, you know, I haven't been that hyped about Sophie. I haven't held my feelings about it. And it was fine that it was her, but it just kind of was like lackluster for me. Um, but I did like the process. I will say that. So the only time we really had a flashback is when he was in elementary school. And I loved it because it showed that like, even as a boy, Kevin was on a mission to find love. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, on every one of these Valentine's Day cards, I'm going to give each one of these girls their individual smile. I'm going to put, you want to be my girlfriend? Yes or no. <laughs> that way, no matter what, I'm coming out with at least one girlfriend. And I was like, I love it. Oh, he gave them all each their own card? Yeah, he was, remember, you, well, he was doing the Valentine's Day cards that you do for Valentine's Day for everybody. But at the bottom of every one, it was like, Maria. And it was like, do you want to be my Valentine? And then he put yes or no. He wrote that part at the bottom. Gotcha. <laughs> so yes, I circle. did. And you saw how he was giving each individual girl a smile. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you said that because I missed that. Okay. So he gave them each their own. Because I thought he was, I thought it was trying to let us know like every girl desired him. But he, even at a young age, didn't know what he wanted. But I didn't know that he actually gave each of them I didn't, I didn't know if those got crumbled I don't know but that's interesting that you think that he actually gave it to them because I thought I don't know okay so that's interesting I know he was pre- well I will say this he was preparing to give all of those out which I think was good because I think it's what a lot of people are doing like I think a lot of people who are infatuated with love are just like I just want somebody to come in and like be a part of this love story and you're not even really looking for the person. You're looking for the love story. So you're just exactly. like, however it works. You know what I mean? Because I've seen people sacrifice a lot of things they probably shouldn't have sacrificed because they were like, oh, this is the love story. And it's like, yeah, but this person never likes to leave the house and you love to be out of the house. So actually, you know, that's not the love story. <laughs> exactly. That's so going to be an issue later on. Not saying that it can't work, but I'm just saying like, it's not, you need to like, look at things look at the actual person and see if this is who you actually want to be with not just this fits in and they love me and here we go that's a good point you know so actually what you're saying is kevin was ahead of his time because essentially that's what all the dating apps do they're like if you say yes to this person and this person says yes to you it's a match so he's like let me just see what my odds are and then i'll work from the people that said yes to me Mm mm-hmm I'll see which story fits me best. Yeah, basically he was a Bumble before Bumble started. Yes, yes. Look at him, such an innovator. Um, but yeah, so um, it's the day before the wedding, um, and they are. He is scoping out the door like no tomorrow, and yeah. everybody can tell he's waiting for somebody to come. Um, and that part is very realistic because everybody's trying to act normal, but they're like, "Hey, we know what you're doing." And also she's married. So you back up. (laughs) Right. But interestingly enough, so how do you, I mean, I know, okay. So how do you feel about his sister withholding that information? Because that's his best friend. So I'm assuming, I mean, like, obviously she knew the information. I don't know. How do you feel about her withholding? Kate? I don't know if she knew. Uh, I think that they've grown pretty close I mean because it's one of those things that when you kind of go on a hiatus with a friendship I feel like you can kind of plug back in especially at an older age when you've matured so I think that she definitely knew and I think she may have even been a help to her throughout that process and I think Kate really just showed us where her alliances lie whenever Madison and her brother Kevin had that issue with the whole like who's going to take the kids for Thanksgiving and she was like you have to you know so she kind of 
really showed that she's a girl's girl, you know, like she's not just going to always be with her brother. So I really believe that she knew. And I think that she withheld because she felt like, I'm not going to put him into a tailspin. That's my, I mean, that's my opinion. Well, it's one of two things. It could be that, which I think would be really good. And it also could be Sophie being like, my, one of my dearest friends is getting married. I mean, cause like her engagement party happened a year. We're guessing it within a year. We'll just say within a year of her marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that um, Sophie was just like, my friend is so excited about her wedding and all the things that she's doing. I'm not going to bring in my divorce right now. I don't want to talk about divorce while she's talking about her wedding. And also I haven't processed my divorce in my mind for myself. So I'm not ready to share that with anybody. Yeah. So it could be either one of those things. Either Kate knew and she withheld it or Kate didn't know because Sophie wasn't ready to share it. Because also no matter what, when you share that information with Kate, you're bringing on the stigma on you when you arrive to the wedding, especially since everybody just saw him at the engagement party. That's true. So yeah, so maybe she just, you're right. So she could have just will. And she did make the comment, even when she confided in him, you know, she made the comment of, um, I had to process it myself before sharing it with others. So maybe he's the first in the family or in that group that she shared it with. Yeah. I mean, there's been some things where I haven't told people things, not because I don't love them or we're not close. There's been things where I've waited quite some time before I've told people stuff. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to hear anybody else say that out loud. I need to know how I feel about it before I hear it from somebody else or before someone else tries to give me advice or talk me through it or anything. So I'm just going to hold it until I'm ready to have a discussion about it. No, that's really wise. And, and it's good to do that too, because I feel like whenever you do speak on the subject, you're no longer speaking like as an emotion, you know, you're more so speaking as like facts. Like Mm -hmm. I've, I've explored my feelings. So this is how I feel like it's now a fact. It's not like, oh, well, I think I'm kind of, you know, like you're, you're definite on everything. So I can always appreciate when people take that time to see how they truly feel about something before bringing it, bringing it out. So I thought that was really wise of her. Um, You know, even now I will say, I did see that coming. I did see her being divorced. coming. I could have wrote that one. I was like, she's, she's, she's so single. I mean, she came in with the heaviness on her. I will say that <laughs> she was. <laughs> she came in where everybody was like, "What's going on with her?" Like she didn't come in light and carefree. Maybe because her bag was lost. I don't know what was going on, but she came in with the heaviness. Well, I will say this: I believe she was flying international. So anytime yeah, you do it, inter- no, but you know, she probably time zones. That's a big. So I, she probably genuinely was really tired, and they lost her bag. So it was probably a long day at the airport. So I think it was you know, and she knew what she was walking into too. So she's like, they lost my bag. I was trying to be cute, cute this weekend, you know, so I can, you know, her, her heaviness was definitely well-placed. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so she, um, so he, um, hilariously, the first person that Kevin, that comes up to Kevin is one of, um, Philip's friends or cousins. And he's like, look at us, two single men work in the room. And Kevin was like, "Mm, we're not the same. Please leave me alone. (laughs) I don't know what that man's name was. I forgot. Was it Oscar? Oliver. Oliver. Okay. So Oliver is just like me and you hitting up the single ladies. And Kevin was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, so Oliver is, (laughs) what kind of lets you know who in the room is like single 
and because they're running away from Oliver. <laughs> they're running away from Oliver. And then also Oliver is the, definitely the family member that was a huge contributor to who, why they had to restock the bar. <laughs> Oliver barely walked straight and he was just being a pest to all the single ladies I was like come on Oliver this is my question if you're somebody like Oliver do you think that I mean if you know that you're gonna fully go crazy on drinks and food and like live your best life do you think about that when you're putting your wedding gift together because I'm saying like if Oliver gave them like a $25 like TJ Maxx gift card or something it's just like Mm, you did more than that bro I'm not saying it has to be equivalent but I'm just saying I don't know well interestingly enough I feel like I don't know I always feel like the people that go in the hardest are the people that are having the hardest time like I need this break this is this weekend is for me that's why I think you should pay for it that's why I think you should be like you know what Y'all, I'm about to take advantage of your bar. So let me give y'all at least $100, $150 part gift because mm-hmm. I am going to drink $150 of liquor. But I found that those are the people who don't give anything. They just they show don't give up. Because they're they like, high five and they leave. <laughs> exactly. No, that is what happens because that person is like, you know what? You're in your winning season. The Lord's going to do for me what he did for you. But until then, thank you for this reprieve from my life that I'm <laughs> in right now, this season that I'm in. And I appreciate that. So hopefully I can meet somebody at this wedding that can take me into my next season. So when you come to my wedding, feel free. And you know what? Oliver's also the kind of person I think would have a clothes bar. He would be like, or a cash <laughs> bar. He would be like, oh yeah, that's so crazy. Um, yeah. And then try to make money. The drinks are $10 a piece, but y'all, you know, do what you're going to do. Turn up. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then Oliver's also the guest that will put on the invitation cash and gift cards um you know welcome like mm-hmm. we didn't register we just want to actually know the dollar amount that you think of us don't try to zhuzh up a little thrift store gift like we need mm-hmm. you to actually tell us the dollar amount you spent in cash or gift card i love it like I he wants his coin he didn't give you nothing but he wants his coin i love it <laughs> i'm sorry i digress to oliver i just wonder that sometimes i just I just know I've like opened like gifts with people the next day and it's just kind of like it's just it's interesting I will say that (laughs) it's like no I mean it's nothing on anybody it's just interesting I just wonder sometimes like what the thought process is so yeah yeah no I, I I totally get it no Oliver's definitely going through something and those people have to be going through something because I find it so interesting when people do not realize that people are running away from you. Like, it seems like you would be able to read some form of body language or just kind of get kind of where the conversation keeps drifting off to them, you know, starting their stride away from you. I think it's a numbers game. I've heard that, that some people, it doesn't matter. They are just like, if I hit up at least 50 people tonight, at least one person is going to respond. So it's not so much your reaction. It's more just getting to my one. So maybe oh, that's wow. what he's doing. Yeah, there's a book called The Game. And you, it's it's like a numbers game. And like, that's the book where they like tell you to insult women in order to have the women, you know, be like, ooh, what's going on with you? And no, it's not. <laughs> interesting. I, I mean, I guess anything can be a numbers game. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So well, some people just see it as a numbers game. It's just like, which I think, you know, for like in a way it does. I mean, I think, 
I just think you should just show up in every space who you are. And some people are not going to like that and that's fine. But if you're just like coming with like liners or what, maybe that's who Oliver is. I don't know. Then it's just not going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be that same person the next day. But maybe that's who Oliver is. And so he's like, let me be my 100% drunk self. And then you let me know if you like this or not, if this is working for you. Okay, well, this is going to be my PSA to all the Olivers (laughs) of the world. I may have really liked you, Oliver. But once I've seen that I'm the fifth girl in the room that you've hit on, I now don't like you anymore. I liked you when you walked into the room. But after I saw you hit on all those girls, you've now brought your numbers way down. So just go for the one you want. Shoot your shot. Be your best self. And you'll come out far more victorious than playing a numbers game. And with the numbers game, you're going to get one yes, but it may not be from the one you really like. It just happens to be the yes that, you know, I don't know. So that, that I don't like the numbers game. Do not do it. The other thing, it may be that Oliver was not looking for a relationship. He may have just been looking for a hookup. Because that's the other thing at a wedding. Some people are just looking for a hookup. And if Oliver was looking for a hookup, then it is a numbers. He's just looking for anybody that's going to give him that yes so he can sleep with them and move on. Yes, but even even if you're just trying to hook up, you don't want to hook up with everybody evenly. Like you have your preferences. It's like just go for the one that you want or go for the two or three that you want. Don't go for everybody. I mean, the girls he was going for, they didn't even look alike. I mean, he was just, <laughs> just shooting a shot. Like, I don't even know his preference. Like, Oliver, go for the one you want, have confidence, execute well, and you'll come out victorious and it'll and you'll put a lot less effort in because it'll be effortless because you really desire the person that you're speaking to. Mm, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. Well, I would say I will, this, will be my, this will be my thing. Just don't be obvious about it. Me and you have been to a wedding before where one person who I didn't even see doing it literally got 10 numbers from 10 different people at a variety of different ages where I was like, wow, they were working the room. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Now I'm really curious. I'm like, who was this? No, you know. Um, But um, (laughs) you do know. I like, uh, but yeah, so it was... uh, it was, it was just, it was interesting. I was just like, wow, this dude has no like age filter at all. I put it. Oh, in wow. The, yeah. Um, I put it in the chat so that you won't be thinking about it. Oh, okay. Time. Cause I was going to say, you know, my focus was going to be off the rest of the time. I was going to be going through every, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Listen, he was shooting <laughs> shot. I do. I do remember, you know, another. Cause the next day at breakfast, it was just like, oh, so-and-so talked to you too. It's like. Like, I didn't know whether to be like, girl, don't call that number because we got like 15 people also calling it. But I was just like, I'm going to sit here and eat my little free condom breakfast and mind my business because I don't know any of these people on a personal level. And this is not my business. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, to each his own, whatever, whatever you do, just try to do as, as best you can. That is true. So I'm sorry. We got really off of This Is Us and we got into like wedding guests because I mean, I think that's, honestly, I will say a wedding is about two things. It's about people that have been married, people that are the couple that's getting married and single people. people those are the main thing that people focus on. If you're just in like uh, a relationship that's less than 15 years, no one really cares about you in the room. You're gray space. 
If you're single, you're red hot. Everybody wants to know <laughs> who you could possibly hook up with. If you're long-term, if you've been married for like 25, 50 years, everybody's like, oh my God, this is so cute, so beautiful. Look at them, they're your lights. <laughs> like, but other than that, they're not bothered with you, okay? That's funny. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, weddings, weddings are so they just bring out so much like it's so funny too because even like with weddings people just want to be there they don't care they haven't talked to you in forever they just want to a wedding invite and it's so amazing like I'm not kidding you when I even was like oh yeah I'm getting married when I tell you people are coming out the woodwork like girl hey what have you been up to oh yeah I was like are people really trying to get to weddings like that which is so strange to me I'm, I'm, I guess, cause I'm not that person. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very strange to me, but yeah, no, I remember when I told them, even when you were getting married, they were like, George is getting married. Well, let me, when, when is it? And I was just like, wait, are you planning an outfit? What's going on? Like, um, you know, my sister threw me and I think you've seen her maybe five times. Like, why are you number one seat at this wedding? No offense, but like, you've never met her husband. You talk to her in a high buy capacity why are you getting your outfit together let me tell you why people want to be at weddings the same reason I want to be at weddings you know you always hear about you know people dreaming of their wedding day their whole life it's like you're going to be able to be a part of someone's dream even though you're just someone on the dance floor you know doing the slide drinking the drinks wouldn't you want to be part of someone's dream no, the only wedding that I will say that I wanted to be a part of, this is no lie. I was just like, man, then I didn't go at the end because of respect. It was because there was a traditional Nigerian wedding that was happening <laughs> and I hadn't been and I was just like, oh, and so like I had saw that like it wasn't, it was a friend of a friend and I saw the person's mom at Walmart and they were like, oh yeah, the wedding's happening on this day. And I was like, well, I sure will be there. And then after discussion with my family, they were like, you do not need to go there. And I was like, cause I was just like, mm, well, I mean, I feel like I should still go. I don't, I mean, the person likes me, but. You're so right. We should have went to that wedding. We really should have. And, um, but you know, we didn't, but yeah, no, we should have went to that wedding. It was a great time to be had and everyone knew us anyways. Exactly. I could have literally, I had in my mind, I was like, oh, I got to get my traditional outfit together. I was just so ready for it, but I will say it had very little to do. I mean, no, I do. I did love the, the person, but me going to that wedding had very little to do with the wedding. It's with the people, it had more to do with, like, I knew it was just going to be a bomb time. But I also mm-hmm. wanted to see the person be married and stuff. But it mainly, if I'm gonna, not going to lie, it was mainly because it was a traditional Nigerian wedding. And I was like, oh, my God, this must be so much fun. I was so excited for it. Exactly. Um, and that yeah. was inappropriate. <laughs> so anyway, I decided not to go. But I should have gone. I should have been like, Psh, I know where it's at. The mama said I can come. I'm coming. Plus, at those <laughs> weddings. At a Nigerian wedding, there's not really any place cards because everybody brings extra people anyway. So I would have just like been in the crowd. Nobody would have been like, what? An extra person? So yeah, yeah. anyway. No, that's that's true. No, that- that's the only time I almost was like, let me go for it. No, I'm all, look, I'm always down for a wedding. Um, What is it called? One time, have you ever crashed a wedding before? No, but I've always wanted to. And now that I'm thinking about it, I have I have a traditional Nigerian skirt. I think I might just put a blouse with it. <laughs> See what's going on downtown. 
<laughs> do you? And look, you know I'm always down to be your plus one. Hey, and listen, I can do it. You're not even a one. Like, you're not even having an invite. It don't matter. I can do the accent and I can do the accent. And, you know, like, I know enough you're about to, like, work through. I know, like, you know, who to, I know who to bow. I know what to do. You know what I mean? I know how to work the Nigerian room. So I would be fine. Well, yeah, no, we would turn up. Okay, so listen. And most likely if it happened in Dallas or Houston, I would know somebody in the room. Like, they say we all know each other. I would probably know somebody in the room. It's a small world. It's a small, listen, if you know of a Nigerian wedding coming up, email (laughs) us, email us and let us know. And you may just see us there. If you have a Nigerian wedding happening in London, listen, I don't even have to know you or the people. I will be there. I do need to verify that it's a real wedding because this is not going to be one of those type of taken situations. (laughs) But (laughs) I'll get my flight, my hotel, and I definitely will be there. Excited for it. Okay. Look, let's let's do it. Let's do it. I'm no. sorry. We have totally digressed. That's why we need a third person to like zoom it back keep in. Us, keep us in. Exactly. Um, okay. So back you know to what though? Wedding. I feel like I need to tell y'all about this time I crashed the wedding though. <laughs> so so um so it was so funny. Okay, so what happened? I always, you know, you see it on movies. I want to be a wedding crasher, but it's like, how do you do that? Right. And um, anyway, so we randomly get this email. And I tell my husband, I'm like, look at this. Do you know these people? And he's like, no. And then we realize it's from our church. Like it's people at our church. And they were like in the same like marriage Bible study as us, but they went at a different time. They had like a, you know, if you go before service or after service, you know, so we were in a different group to them, but we all had the same teachers. So they just emailed it to the whole, like we want to invite everybody in the marriage class. We were like, well, we're invited. Like we yeah. have the invitation, but we don't know these people. Don't know their face. We only know their names and invitation. So we go. <laughs> that works. It was so funny because we knew people there because we all go to the same church. This is a pretty big church at the time. And um, so anyway, so we go, we're talking to our, you know, our leaders, we're talking to some of our classmates, you know, that knew them. And and then it was just so funny because I remember like we were all dancing, have a good time. And then I went and I was kind of like dancing. And I guess at that time, the bride and groom had kind of talked that neither one of them really knew us because it was a small wedding. It was a small wedding. And I remember, and I remember the bride kind of like, almost like, I I was like, yeah, girl. And she just kind of looked at me like, who are you? (laughs) This comes from somebody, I want to make sure that I clarify at this point. This comes from somebody who at their wedding said, if your if your invitation is for you, it's only for you. If you have a plus yes. one, it'll say that on your invitation. Don't bring anybody that you're dating or friends with to my wedding if I haven't given you a plus one access. Exactly. Yeah, she's crashing people's weddings. I love it. But I got an invitation. So I felt like it wasn't really a crash because I'm like, I had my invite right here. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, so and and it was a really nice wedding. He ended up surprising her with a car. Like oh, we wow. had to go outside. He gave her a car, which I don't ever know how that works in relationships because I'm like, did you buy it in cash? Was it coming out of your account? That's always been very confusing to me. But anyways, but you know, he surprised his wife with the car. Um, way to start off a marriage with some more extra bills. So I just thought that was pretty cool. But it was a beautiful car, and it was a great wedding. We had a great time. Besides that little, you know, I got a little energy from the bride. But overall, it was really good. Maybe that's what she needed, though. I would love if somebody surprised me with a car right now. Not because, just because even if they were like, even if it came with a car now, just because like I've been, I'm not good with like selecting cars. And so if somebody was like, 
here's one less thing you have to think about. I would be like, thank you so much. Thank you. See, I don't think you would be that way. You would be like, I'm paying how much for this? And you'd be like, well, I've always wanted, if I'm going to get leather, I would have always wanted a darker leather, not a lighter leather. You're like, I feel yeah, like you would true. not. You because would if not anybody like, came with a hatchback, it would be like game over. I would be like, first off, this has to go back immediately. I cannot stand, I don't even know why. I cannot stand a hatchback car. Okay, it, like, I'm going to bring us back to this is us. Because you, you Okay, now... first off, you're the one who threw it off, but that's fine. We're going to, we're actually, this. there wasn't a lot to happen. I'm talking about weddings. You've now gone okay. home to automobiles. Okay, so this is what happened. So then Sophie comes into the room and they literally do this like um, ships passing in the night situation where they say hello to each other and they're talking to other people throughout the day before and the night. Um, but they consistently keep their eyes marked on each other. And unfortunately, every time Sophie or Kevin sees Rebecca, in her mind, they're still 20 and they're still married. Yeah. And so her thing is, is she keeps giving them advice to the younger selves where she's just like, the timing is not right now, but when the timing lines up, you guys are going to make the best couple, which is so interesting because you're giving advice to my younger self, but now we're in the time period that you're talking about. Yes, that was good. Yeah, so I thought that was beautiful. And it was also kind of sad to um, just to see, well, one, it was good because Rebecca knew Sophie, even though her face was different because she was older. She never once didn't know who Sophie was. Like she knew yeah. Sophie, which means that they had been so close for so long that they're just, she's a part of her core memory. Yeah. Um. And then it was also beautiful that Sophie was just like, she understood to just go with it and like to not even talk about it, but to just be like, you know, like nod, like I under to like Kate and her family, like I understand. And okay. It was exactly what Sophie needed to hear though. Like it, like that, I mean, I couldn't have written it any better myself. Like that's exactly what she needed to hear because she was kind of like in a conundrum, like, are we going to redo this and all that? And I didn't really know where her head was after she left Kevin in that room. So I'm like, what is she thinking? What's going on? And I just feel like that just put the the bow on it for her. And then um, Sophie's bag is not there. So they try to go find her address. And now I feel like every dry cleaner in America is going to be inundated with people being like, hey, where are your unclaimed clothes? But she was just like, oh, here's a trick that I learned. Dry cleaners have unclaimed clothes. But I thought it was weird that she was like, here's a dressing room. And I was like, now, girl, maybe the unclaimed clothes, but the dry cleaner also has a dressing room that you could just use. I don't think so. It's a little storage closet. No, that's likely. But I think he may have been a tailor because then that would have made sense. If he was oh, a yeah. dry cleaner and a tailor, then that would have made sense. So I think he was probably like a tailor too. But anyway, so she finds this dress and Kevin's looking at her like, yes, I love everything that's happening. And then they go to the grocery store, which I love. Always get snacks for the hotel. Never pay the high price. You always get the snacks separately. Right. My mom, for whatever reason, is always like, let's get a case of water. Even if we're going to be there for 24 hours. She's like, we need 30 <laughs> bottles of water. <laughs> yep. No matter how heavy it is. So, so yeah, they get their snacks and stuff. And Kevin's just like, you look, you know, I should take you back. You're getting tired. She's like, oh no, I have my second win. Let's, let's hang out. Let's do this. I love when she said that. And that is true. Some people can energize you like just because you know, it's going to be a good time. You know, it's going to bring out your best self. So you're like, no, I'm going to, I'm good. And I think I love that because I think there's something about, like I said, there's something about certain people who like, it's just 
an easiness about it to where you could just fully like let go and you could tell that Sophie like fully was able to just like let go be herself and really just enjoy just doing the most mundane things yeah yeah so so yeah so they do that and then they decide let's get it on okay they heard Marvin Gaye in their head they were like let's do this Wait a second. You you skipped. I mean, we talked about it before, but that moment when because first he like keeps asking about the husband. He was like, "Oh, so when you traveling, you know, to Berlin and stuff, how does that work with your marriage?" And she played it off. She was like, "Oh, well, you know, I take time off sometimes." <laughs> yeah, I think she, well, she said a lot of red eye flies because I also think like one I will say I've had people who've done it and I'm just like, mm nobody wants to hear about your divorce on somebody's wedding weekend <laughs> i don't care who you are that ha- listen l- i have to do another diversion that happened at my wedding okay <laughs> so <laughs> so you know i don't know who all listens to this but the person probably <laughs> listen to this but they know what happened so um and i'm not even gonna try sugarcoat it so anyways um like like i said i had a uh, we wanted a small intimate wedding so we only had like a hundred and I don't know, 120, 130 people there. So um, so the guest list was tight. We had big families. Guest list was tight. One of my sorority sisters that I did not invite to the wedding, just because the guest list was tight, not because I don't love her dearly. But not only did she come, she announced her divorce at my wedding. So, you know, the next day, so I didn't, not to me, but to the other, our other mutual friends. So the next, not the next day, but whenever I talk to my friends, I'm like, you know, they're, you know, you're expecting people to be like, oh girl, oh my gosh, your wedding was so fabulous. They were like, oh my gosh, do you know that, you know, who's getting divorced? We were sitting at the table and they announced it at your wedding. <laughs> there's like, so many weekends. There's so many weekends. <laughs> there's so many days. You know what? Phone, <laughs> text, group me. There's so many different, like, can you not do it three days later? like yeah to me that just is always and then the thing is it's not like somebody's like well you know I'm getting divorced they're just like they'll be like oh you know what I love being here but this reminds me of me and Michael or whatever the person's name is and you're just like (laughs) and you don't want to be rude but you're also like "Mm, let's enjoy this person's moment and like let you live in your memories with Michael tomorrow because right now we're having a separate moment that has nothing to do with that situation Exactly. But you know what? At the end of the day, I say, you know what? It's all love because it's like, if you are going through a really tough period in your life, uh, then, you know, you want to be at a wedding and be surrounded by love. And you do want to tell your friends. So, you know, it's like, I get it. But also as the bride, when you talk to your friends after your wedding, you want them to be like, the wedding, not like girl divorce. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I remember, you know what? When people are going through, they just don't have they don't have um, limitations on their conversation, which, you know, I get, because when you're going through, it's just, that's the only thing that you could focus about. True. We are diverging a lot. I see how that, no, really, but I can see how that could be. And and that's hard because it's like I was saying with the whole divorce thing, it's one of those things where you do need to get out and you need to make yourself feel good. But when you're going through those trials, you have to just think about how it's going to make others around you feel as well because we've all been in that situation where we're having a happy moment and somebody else is stuck in a whole different thing and wants to continue to share but anyways but yeah so and I'm somebody who's like a hundred percent for being there for people that I know and that I don't know I know this podcast is not giving that illusion but I'm like somebody who's like 
listen, I'm gonna ride with you and walk through it. But there's certain yeah. things where it's just like, but don't take away from somebody else's moment. You know exactly. what I mean? Because they're yeah. not gonna have a bridal shower. Also, I put weeks into planning this bridal shower, so <laughs> I am thrown off that now we can't really play any of these games. Exactly, anyway. and the games are the best. So yeah, so they um, they flash back to where Kevin meets her husband, and he just seems like a really nice guy. And I love this. G. He said, "Well, what happened?" And she said, "Nothing happened." I just realized, like, when we would watch TV, he would make a joke about fast-forwarding through you, and I realized you're not somebody that I can let go of or fast-forward through, and so it just didn't work out for us, and I was just like, hmm, and I understood that on some levels, like, it makes sense. Yeah, because at first, like, when she first was like, um, I mean, and, and to me, I thought that she explained that perfectly, and I thought that was really real, because that's something that would happen in a relationship, especially if your ex is a celebrity, but um, but at first, when she was like, oh, your shampoo smell, and she was just like, I want you to like my new shampoo, I was like, okay, she's doing too much, because I really hadn't really been a Sophie fan, because I really didn't know Sophie that well, even though she's been around, I just feel like I never really got to know her, but, um, but when she did that, I was like, oh my gosh, Sophie, this is too much, but then later on, when she explained it, I understood it so much better, and so I could appreciate her for that, that like, I want this to mean something because you mean so much to me and I want it to be the current me. So, so yeah, so I will say I fell in love with Sophie and cheered all in one episode. Didn't cry this episode, but I really did. I, I she captured my heart or their relationship captured my heart. Yeah, that part I found to be irritating, but I totally understood it because I think it's the same thing in relationships and also in friendships. Cause I have been around people who have like, wanted me to show up as like a day from her 20s and I'm like but I'm not that person so right I I love and respect like what we have and we could talk about those jokes and everything but like also <laughs> this is who I am now and like I'm not gonna I can't I can't change that for you like I understand if like this isn't who you want to hang out with but you know certain things are just are they're just not the same for real, because it's so annoying when you have those friends from the past that just, like, want to talk about old stories. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, those were fun times. So what's going on with you now? <laughs> you know, it's like, we, we got to move past it. Like, it, it's cool to reminisce, but it can't be more than 50% of the relationship as just reminiscing. Yeah, it's just, like, these are the things that I'm interested in now. And, like, I get if you're not into it or, you know, whatever. But it's just, you know, we, we're good. So So I get that. Um, so in between that, um, the wedding singer lets us know that she's an observant person and she looks at people and writes songs on them. And she basically writes a song to Kevin about how she could tell that he's kind of looking for someone to come in the room and how, you know, maybe they could complete each other or whatever. So he takes the lyrics and puts them on his dresser. Cassidy comes and he helps her unzip her dress and it was so lovely that she was just like, I know what you want right now. And I'm your friend enough to tell you that's not what you really want. Me and you would never work out. And mm-hmm. so we should just stay best friends. And it only yeah. took him five seconds to realize that that was completely true. Like, don't don't mess up this. Don't mess up this friendship because in this moment you want a love resolution. <laughs> Exactly. No, Cassidy, you know, at first I used to give her a hard time, but I do. I love Cassidy too, because Cassidy knows who she is. And I appreciate that about both her and Madison, because they easily both could have had Kevin, but they realized they only wanted all of him or they didn't want him at all. 
And so yeah. I, I can really appreciate both of them for that. And I think Cassidy was just like, we we both are not the best at like making friends and we have a really good friendship right now. Why would we mess that up for anything else? Like we Thank love you. each other, but don't confuse the kind of love that we have. And I think that happens a lot where people confuse kind of like an agape friendship love with like um, a sensual relationship love. And it's just like, there's two different kinds of intimacies. And so, you know, it's just best. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing to hold on to a best friend type of love, especially if your best friend is of the opposite sex, because that is so hard to come by. Yeah, that's true. So shout out to Pierre, who was on the show before. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then also, I mean, shout out to like, you know, because people, you know, there's always that debate on if it can really happen, coexist or whatever. But I have a best friend that's a male too. And I'm married and people think that it's so weird, but both of our spouses respect it so much. And I just think that it's like you said, it's important to hold on to because it's rare, but it's really important and precious. Yeah. And I think a lot of times they can tell you things from like the, the opposite sex perspective. Cause there's been times where like, not even a relationship wise, but even work wise, I'm like, and then why would that even be an issue to him? And she was just, you know, I've been told, oh, this is the way that a man would think about that situation. And I've had to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah. And then, um, and then when Randall, we get to the point where Randall asked him, you know, how was last night? And Kevin was like, it was interesting. There was a lot to think about. And then Sophie walks in the room and I love it because she cuts him off and she was like, it's not your speech time. It's time for me to make a speech. <laughs> she had a good one. She had a good one. And her speech made a lot of sense. Like, you know, because for her, she's the one who's taking the biggest gamble because anytime she gets in a relationship with him, her whole world gets changed. And he goes back to unhealthy patterns and habits and all of these things. Like, it was never that she didn't love him. It was always that he would destroy the things that they had with, you know, things that he would do, be it yeah. drinking, cheating, things like that. So she's the one who's taking the most risk. So, yeah. So she, um, so she just says, you know, I, I think that you are the person who I've always wanted you to be. And I really want to be in a relationship with that person. And I really did like love that. Um, and then the part that I just found to be really cheesy is we flash back to him making these Valentine's cards and he grown Kevin 45 pulls out the Valentine's Day card from when he's like eight and like has the Valentine that he had for Sophie. And he's like, I always carry this around in my wallet. And my question is why? For what reason? And how many wallets have you gone through that you've put this in? I think it was, you know, it, it may sound cheesy, but I think it was very, very sweet. I think sometimes you just need something tangible. Like some some emotions are so strong that you just need something tangible. And so I just, I, I thought, I don't know. I just thought it was really, I, thought, I didn't think it was cheesy, but I'm a cheesy person though. But I was like, that is really sweet. But I did think it was interesting that their love was love at first sight because the teacher was like, we have a new student, Sophie. And then he immediately wrote down Sophie. So that's what made me think, oh wait, does he give a card to, like, like I think he's gonna throw away all those other cards and only Sophie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting, but but yes, I just felt like once he saw her, his whole life changed. And that was the pattern throughout his whole life. Every time he saw her, his whole life would change. So I thought it was sweet. 
Yeah. No, it was really sweet. But for whatever reason, that was cheesiness to the point of where I couldn't even get into that moment. I was just like, so we're saying this made us care. I just couldn't let it go. I'm not going to go into it. I will either, say it was you not. You either love it or hate that. it. It was not it more than that wasn't. for 40 years. Not 40 years. He's 45. So it had to be, but it's at least 30 years old. Well, wait, they were not 15 in that class that day. They were closer to No, five. they weren't. They were probably like 30. It's probably like 35 years old. They weren't five years old. They were, I mean, he knew how to write. People aren't writing personalized Valentines by themselves at five. Well, I have a four-year-old that I think next year he can handle it. I can tell you right now, just off top, he's not just writing out people's names like that. No. <laughs> Maybe an eight-year-old, but yeah. Hey, he's four and he writes his brother's names already. But hey. He, but those he are his brothers. I'm like Kevin, but my children are very special. So no, he really I know is. everyone he's, says their children are special. <laughs> he's super talented. He's, you know, I think he's ready to open up his own business right now. And I love it. I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, so that was basically the episode. I actually will say that I was against it being Sophie, but at the end I was like, okay, I'll go with it being Sophie. Um, and it I it sat right. I was like, okay. I so like what did the way you think about? everyone clapping for them when they kiss as if like everybody was eating popcorn yeah i would say that that happens yeah I've i thought that was that kind of i think everybody's i think everybody's been in that situation where people you could tell people are like i told you when you're at a wedding and you're single people are immediately like looking for the next yes. the next hot goss so they're just like so you could just tell that people have probably been staring at them the whole time so it just felt i know it's seem very tv-ish but it also i mean i don't think people would clap when you kiss but i also think people would at a wedding <laughs> people are on a tent <laughs> exactly and then i will say too that you know of course you know just because he's single but also he's only one of two single men and everybody's counted oliver out so basically he's the only single man at the wedding <laughs> plus he's probably likely the only celebrity besides randall being a senator at the wedding and people do kind of like you know glance over at celebrities like oh my gosh you know every now and then so i do think he was being watched watched enough for her to write a song about him um, which i thought that was really interesting that she wrote her songs um by op observing people because i remember tupac said that's how he wrote um he had wrote like Brenda has a baby, you know, like he read it in the newspaper. So I always find that really interesting about writers, how they can write someone else's story. Cause I was like, that's such a beautiful little song she came up with and she had plenty of them. So I just think that was a beautiful art form. I wonder if she's going to be the wedding singer at their wedding. She Cause better. Cause you know what? They didn't actually have a wedding when they got married the first time. So I would love if they had a wedding this time. They should have a wedding. Maybe that's going to be the finale, Day. I think he just wrote the finale with her as the wedding singer. She's going to sing that song. Maybe. We'll see. But I think he already has a ring in when he goes to see Rebecca. I don't think they're going to wait five years to get married. No, and... he has a ring on when he, yeah, when he goes. But that's what I'm saying. Like. Oh, maybe they're going to do a recommitment after no. five years. No, no, he has a ring on, meaning that. Their wedding can still be the finale. You know how they flash back and forth and back and forth. and Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We may end up seeing all the stuff about Rebecca at her bedside in, in like next episode. Next episode is all about Miguel. And I actually am super excited about it. Because it know goes what? from Miguel from when he's little to like where he was just like, oh, I, I never really had a place, which I find interesting because he had a whole different wife. He's like until, you know, that day on the porch. But I really do believe some people you know, they really don't feel connected until they meet their person, not even yeah. love person, just like their person in life. 
I believe it. No, I believe it. And I'm happy for Miguel's episode too. Um, because I've always wondered more about Miguel's children and his first wife. So I hopefully they go into more detail about that too. So I'm excited for the Miguel episode. For this episode, who was your favorite character? This episode would have to be Sophie because I felt like Sophie was true to herself. And um, I felt like Sophie has waited, you know, and she also made the best of her time in the hallway, like while she was waiting for her blessing and it's now come in. So I was very happy for her. I really didn't have a favorite person this episode. What? Um, I really didn't. But I guess if it was going to be anybody, it would just be Kevin because I love that, like, love that he was trying to, that he almost closed himself off where he was just like, maybe love isn't for me. But then he was like, no, this is what I want. And so I'm going to just try to pursue it in every way that I can until it comes to me. And so that's a hard thing to like do, especially when it's just like, you know, dating is exhausting. That's why I've stopped. I mean, well, I I have started again. I'll say that I've started again, but I did stop for a while because I was just like, I cannot go through another one of these not and I don't even I'm not even talking about I'm just talking about the actual first date experience is exhausting and I'm just like yeah. no thank you <laughs> like, exactly um so yeah so I would say it's Kevin for like not closing himself off because yeah like and like I say I always I think young love is cute but the thing that fascinates me and I really really love is when people fall in love older like yeah. Nikki could not be happier Although, please keep your ice stories to yourself. But he could not be happier in life. I love Miguel and Rebecca. The more that they tell about their love story, the more I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even though at first it was very off-putting, but still. Um, so, yeah. But anyway. So, yeah, that's my favorite person. Um, but anyway, we only have four episodes left. So, definitely email us at tvtoldme at gmail.com. You can find our transcripts at tvtoldme at wordpress.com. Um, and we are super excited to have you. The next two episodes, I will say, are probably going to come a little later because we're going to be out of town um, as a family. So, we will kind of be away, but we'll try to get them out to you as soon as possible. But if there's no episode next week, we have watched it and we'll add it to the other one if we're not able to tape it. Um, but it just depends on what our internet connection is like on vacation. But um, from our, from these two to their three, because there's not three of us today. So I got to respect the numbers. Oh, we're goodness. So happy you oh, she's, still here, she's still here in spirit. She's always, you know what? She's always still here. Yes. But I just met two that are on the line right now. Okay. Georgia, you really messed with my outro, but that's cool. Don't worry about it. But anyway, from all of us. off the show. From, no, I'm not getting her off. From, oh my gosh. Why am I even? From all of us, me, George, Christine, Pam, everyone that, everyone that we're related to. Thank you for listening. And we will either see you next week or we'll hook it up the week after. Um, but thanks for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.